All right, guys, welcome back to another episode of the Precision Rifle Channel. I'm here with my good friend, John Pinch. John, how are you tonight? I'm good, man. Thanks for calling. I appreciate it. Absolutely. I appreciate you uh, taking the time out to get on the show. It's been a while. Yeah. And uh, first and foremost, I want to congratulate you on being the NRL champion of 2018. Congratulations, <laughs> bro. Oh, thanks, buddy. That was a that was a fun one. It was a good year. It was uh, it was it was fun. It was good to be with all you know all you guys, all my friends, and have it go down that way. It was a close race, and Jake and Austin obviously killer shooters. So it was close all weekend, and it was a lot of fun. So it was a lot of fun. Um, yeah, and it was actually it was cool. between you and Jake. It was close all season. Oh yeah, I mean we, I the guy's a machine. Um, you know, I don't know. I'd have to go look at the stats of, you know, of us going back and forth, you know, going first and second. Like Colorado, he was first. I was second by a couple of points. Or just uh, Rock Lake, I was first. He was second by a couple of points. And just it seems like that's happened a handful of times. So including the, the you know, the championship match. So um, it was fun. It's fun having guys like that, you know, where you're, you know, you just got to be so sharp because you know that if you mess up, you know, there's no, there's no room for error with those guys. So you got to be on your toes and it just makes for a super fun weekend where you got to be focused for two days, just as hard as you can and really pay attention. And so that makes it, I really, I love it. I love that competition. I love that. I love when the, you know, the level of shooter at those matches is as high as it can be because it pushes you to be, you know, as good as you can be, which is fun. So. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. People that weren't there, and obviously we don't have a video out yet, but yep. this match, the championship, from what I understand, actually came down to the last course of fire, the last stage, it where did. you kind of did something unique that you don't usually do. You want to tell our listeners what that was? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. so I, I had had a pretty good, I started strong, and I had a, you know, a few a couple of week stages on day one that were weird. And I was still, still in the lead by a little bit, but I had a pretty good day. And day two was going really well until the second from the last stage, which was a, a relatively, it wasn't, a wasn't overly difficult. It wasn't an easy stage, but it was, uh, it wasn't <laughs> anyway, I got a five out of a 10 on a stage that really should have been an eight plus really switchy wins. And so I knew I had a good lead going in toward the end. But uh, after that stage, I didn't know where I was because I was trying not to keep track of, you know, I didn't, I want to focus on my shooting and not on Austin's or Jake's or, you know, Brian, whoever happens to be right there. Right. Um, and so after that five, we were sitting there and I was about last to shoot in our squad. I think I was second to last uh, that stage and we're sitting there waiting and Austin goes up there and it's a tough stage. There's these three big rocks and you, you, you shoot, I think it was three shots from the first one. And it was like 800 yards, real switchy wins that day. And that's what got me on stage before was I was real solid, but I would shoot and I would miss just just miss right, make my correction, and I just miss left. And then I'd shoot again, say I get a hit, and then I would miss left and I would miss right, and it was just really back and forth. So I was nervous, and that was only like at, you know 500 yards. So going to the 800 yard plus stage, kind of back in this bowl, which was kind of sheltered and made for some weird wind. I was definitely concerned. Um, and so you shot three off the top of this kind of awkward rock at 800. Then you moved, you ran down the hill to this next rock, three again at this next plate that was like a little further, 850. And then you went down to the bottom rock and you shot four 
at the at the last the last uh, piece of steel that was somewhere in that range, eight ish, eight hundred yards, and the last rock was just a bag. You know, you're just shooting off of a bag off of a rock at 800 yards. You're not prone or anything like that. And so Orgain goes up there, and I think he got a seven. I think. I was like, boy, we've got to be close. And so this is the thing that you mentioned that I don't do. I try not to keep track of scores, and I let the chips, you know, fall where they may, and we add them up at the end and see what happens. Well, before I shot, we're standing around and, I was like, man, I, I don't know what where I'm at. And Jake, I was like, should I add it up? And Jake was like, sure. And so Austin came <laughs> up and was like, all right, get your book out, buddy. So he added his total. And I was like, oh, man. I was like, I got to get an eight, which an eight out of ten on a stage like that is, it's a good, you know, it's a solid score. And so, but I could easily see, I mean, the last stage I got a five on, which I thought for sure I was going to get a nine or a ten, you know. Right. Um, or I'd say an eight to a ten. It was should have been a high, a high hit stage for what it was, and and so I needed an eight. And I anyway, it worked out. I I, went, I got an eight. My very first shot, I missed. The wind had picked up, oh. so I added added more. And I was like, boy, I'm all right. I got nine shots, and I got one one shot. You know, I don't have much margin for error. And so I got those next two hits, moved down. The wind held. I increased just my normal hold to move out a little bit further. It got those three hits. And I went to the last plate, and I noticed some guys had been missing like the wind had been dying. So they run their same wind hold, and then uh, they'd miss off the, you know, off the edge of the plate where showing less wind. And so I cut my wind before I even shot at that plate, um, thinking it was sheltered back in this corner of this, this, uh, this hillside bowl thing. And I shaved and I still missed off of it. It was almost, it went from like, I can't remember, one mil, one and a half mils to almost nothing, which was really strange right. the way they were setting. And so I cut down to almost nothing. I just held just the edge of plate and I sent my next three and I connected with all three. And so it was, uh, yeah, it came right <laughs> down to the wire, man. And I, and I, so I got them by one point. I, the, I had, I think, I had a little bit of room because I had a tiebreaker on them, so I had a little bit of margin. But man, it was it was way too close for comfort. So it was fun coming down to the end like that. It was a, uh, it just, uh, it just keep, keeps it super exciting when it comes, you know, you're battling all the way to the last shot. So, oh, absolutely. I mean, just just when you told the story that night, I was getting goosebumps. I was like, that's making me nervous, and I'm not even shooting. <laughs> yeah, I just, it's tough because I don't. So much of this is mental, and I, I know a lot of people ask me, like, what do you practice and what do you do? And there is a, there's a lot of practice, you know, with a rifle, but at a certain point, it kind of, I don't know if it's diminishing. It's definitely diminishing returns, uh, but at a certain point, a lot of this is mental, and, and, and do, having that in my head and trying to – I don't know that that's what I've been really enjoying about the game lately is, is, is the mental side of things and, 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 and having that pressure and stepping up there and doing it. It, it was just, it was fun, but yeah, it was, uh, ugh, I don't know. I'm glad it worked out the way it did. <laughs> <laughs> I bet. So, but yeah. And then Jake steps up there. I think he got a nine out of, no, I think he cleaned it and, and just, and he was on a rally on day two and really was pushing hard making a strong comeback. Um, but yeah, we ended up. I, I mean, I was, I won. Austin was one point behind me, and Jake was one point behind Austin, and it was, I mean, it was a tight race there, which is crazy, you know, at the end of a, 
two days of shooting, you know, a couple hundred rounds, it seems like inevitably where there's a couple of guys that are just a point or two apart, which is just crazy. I mean, so. it's insane. The level of competition when you get to those top, let's say, five shooters yep. Yep. is insane. It, it does. I, and we talk about this, you know, between us, you know, Jake or Matt, Brissau. There's a, there's a handful of these guys, and we – and we talk, and it is. It's so crazy. It's just there's no there's no room for error. You can't make a mental mistake. It's just it's fun. But man, it, you're right though. I feel like the last few years, it just the guns are getting. I just even feel they're getting more and more consistent, and the scopes and the chassis and just all the ballistics programs. Everything's getting so, you know, so well. You know, I don't know. Just getting really dialed in. We're I don't know. There's a lot of good shooters out there. There's not much room for error, which is fun. So. Well, I think, you know, you, you touched on it briefly, but it, one of the biggest thing is is the gear is absolutely ten times better than what it was, you know, a couple yeah. of years ago. Oh, for sure. But w- once you get the fundamentals down and you know what the positions are, you can practice that as much yep. as you want. But yep. what you said was really interesting is it's the mental aspect because – if you're not mentally prepared to go out there and do what you have to do to win, it doesn't matter what skills yeah. or what muscle memory you have. Yeah, yeah, and I and I don't want to I don't want to uh, belittle practice because I've done a lot of it. I just happened to do, done less of it this year than any other year. Um, so it is very. If you're getting into this, if you're if you're a mid pack shooter, man, by all means, shoot a lot. Like I still want to shoot more than I more than I do. But yes, there is. A giant amount. So one example, and I'm going to throw a friend under the bus, I guess, is <laughs> my friend Cody Howell. Uh, he was, I think you met him at last year's yeah. NFL championship. He's a good dude. Um, absolutely. He was, at a, he was at a match this year where he was absolutely burning it down. And he was, he was, I think he was first place or tied for first after day one with a, with a good field of shooters. And we started day two and he's, he's hammering away. And then he, he made a call. I can't remember the call. And I, we've talked about this a lot, so it's fine. He won't mind. But, um, <laughs> he made the comment. Like, he's like, he's like, man, I could, I, th- I can't remember if he said pull out a top five or a top 10. And I was like, I was like, dude, get that out of your head. You can pull out first place. You like, you're burning it down. And, and just that. And we've talked about it since then. I think in his head, he had he had he was doing it. He did it for a day and a half, and then he just let a few things go that were mental, and it cost him. I think he ended up in uh, third. I, th- I think it was third place. But he, man, he had the match, and it came down oh, kind of to a mental choice, which is. And I've been there too in some stages where you where that happens. But it is it's amazing. You're and I don't want to sound too you know no. too. Uh, too too far out there, but what your belief level and your you know, that confidence and belief and and your mindset going into some of these things matters. It's it's huge. So oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, in situations like that, you know, and again, not throwing Cody under the bus or anything, but since talking about. <laughs> Sorry, him. Cody. I, I, love, I love you, Cody. <laughs> we love you, bro. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. You know, when somebody realizes that you're doing so well, and hey, I have an opportunity to be top 10 or top five or first place. And then they realize that. Do you think 
it scares some people or makes them freeze or second guess what they've been doing or what oh, they're going sure. to do? A hundred percent. Yeah, because I, I've definitely felt it. I mean, I, I've just been fascinated by the mental side of things this year um, in a lot of different ways. But a hundred percent, I've you'll feel that pressure. Like part of me, I've had a lot of matches this year where I'll be in second place going into day day two, and I love that. I, I'm I'm I, I'm I'm I don't know if I'm angry, but I'm like, oh buddy, here we go. Like it, it's it's like it gets you going, but I've also been in that place where you're, you're, you're in first place and you're playing not to lose it. You're not playing to win it. You're right. just like, okay, don't, don't mess up. Don't mess us up. Instead of like, all right, clean every stinking stage. You're shooting, you're hungry. You're, you're I don't know if I want to say angry, but you're shooting like you're aggressive. I got to clean everything to catch up and take this match down. And I like that perspective more. And I think a lot of guys, when they're, you say they have, they're in the top five after day one and they're like, man, I'm, I'm doing it. I'm, you know, I'm doing it, you know, and, and then they get that, uh, don't mess it up. Don't mess it up. Well, that's, you're in trouble then, <laughs> you <laughs> right. know, and, and I, yeah, I know that happens. I've talked to guys where that happens a lot. So it's well, definitely, definitely. I'm not going to mention any names, but we saw it at the championship this year where one of the yep. top 10 shooters, you know, Yep. I don't know what happened. I, I talked to him during the match. I asked him if he was having uh, equipment issues yep. and whatnot, and he just said he couldn't get his head around it. And he finished, I think, below 30th. Yep. And he's a top it, 10 he, shooter going into the championship, and I was completely baffled by it. Yeah, and I don't. I still don't know. I, I want to give him a call uh, again. A great shooter has won. You know, has won some matches. You know, a nice guy, but and he was in our squad. And, and at first, you know, this is a friendly competition, but man, you want to beat everybody. And your first, you're like, okay, I'm up on, I'm up on him. And you know, you get up on a few people, but then it was getting to the point where I was like, man, let's, I was really on glass trying to watch where his stuff was going to see if it was equipment problems. And I don't think it was. And he just, yeah, I don't, it got in his head and it was, it was evident. Um, you, you could, you could see, I guess he just, I don't know what the word is. You're, you're, he was flustered or whatever you want to call it. And it, it just felt like it compounded instead of going the other way. And and it was unfortunate because, I mean, he's burned it down. He shot great last year's yeah. uh, championship. And just, you know, it's just, it's an unfortunate uh, timing. You know, may, maybe it was equipment, something we didn't see, but it didn't seem to be. Um, from what we could tell where, you know, where bullets were landing, it looked, everything looked like it was lining up and tracking good and, and consistent. It just, I don't know. It's, it's, hard, it's really hard to say, but absolutely it happens. Um, that's what, it's just interesting. Um, I've done the same thing, man. I've, I had some matches this year where I just, I didn't feel like I was nervous or didn't feel strange, but I had a day two at a match. It, it was, well, it was the, it was the Gunworks NRL in Wyoming and day two might've been one of my worst days of shooting this year. If I had to pick one, that would be it. I just, it seemed like nothing would go right. My confidence level wasn't there. I don't even know. I don't, honestly don't know what it was, but I didn't hear. It, it, it wasn't was horrible the whiskey day. we drank the night before. <laughs> no, cause I was pretty good, man. I did. We played some blackjack and I didn't, I didn't partake. I was pretty good. I mean, I did. I didn't, I didn't not to excess, man. I felt pretty good the next day. I felt good. It was, I don't think it was anything about that. I, that poker game was the highlight of that week, and not shooting—that's right. for sure. So <laughs> that was a that was a fun place to play cards right there. 
Oh, it was so, epic. Oh, it was so cool. But that was a good time. But yeah, so no, I've, it happens to, I don't know, it happens to everybody. I, I mean, I just, it happens to all of us. You know, I so, can give example after example, but it's, it's, it's a, it's an interesting, the, the mindset is, is the mindset it's, and, I, and that's what I'm most intrigued with. Like I said, like learning about sports psychology or that kind of stuff is really interesting to me right now. Yes. So, so but, with that in mind, what do you do to mentally prepare yourself for a match or, you know, you just came off a bad stage. What do you do mentally to get back in the game? Yeah. So, or is that a secret? No, it's not. It's I just I wish I had some. some I wish I had some great piece of advice to give. I mean, I think I've I've asked this to people, and there's nothing ever satisfies what I want to hear. There's no magic trick. I don't. I don't know. I think uh, a confidence come or uh, confidence comes with preparation, and your gear has to be money. If you lay down, say there's say there's no wind, and you lay down prone, so you're rock solid. And there's a 12-inch square at a thousand yards. If you if you can't say say there's an ipsic, um, and if you can't lay down there and your gun can't hit that, you're gonna have some problems. Your gun your equipment's got to be able to do it. Most equipment is able to do that most of the time. So get your stuff dialed, confident that you know your misses are not because of the gun; they're because of you. Um, so I try to obviously get all this stuff, good ammo, good equipment, all that stuff goes without saying. After that, I don't, I, you know, there's levels of practice that build the confidence. To me, I guess I'm getting everything in me around that uh, revolves around confidence for me. The more confidence I have, um, the better my mindset. I can be aggressive, you know, where I'm like, you know, I want to, kind of a goal i don't know if it's a goal but i'd love to clean a match someday i i, I don't know if that would be possible but i've been thinking about that more and more like that'd be a fun goal like to clean a match and not a maybe if it was a tough match i don't i don't know but some of that but i'm sorry i'm getting lost in the weeds a little no, bit no, <laughs> but uh but yeah man just so okay go in confidence in your gear shoot strong plan your stage um when i have a bad stage I don't know. I don't like, so I had a bad state second to last stage of the championship was, a, was one of my worst stages. Um, I do get, I don't, th I don't generally throw stuff, but I get, I'll jump up and yell, but, Oh, you know, dang it. You know, right. I'll be, I'll be a little pissed off, but I don't, I give myself some time I try not, I don't want to be rude to anybody, but like an RO, I'm not rude to them. I just, I'm mad at my performance and I'll go, you know, if I need to take, you know, 30 seconds or a minute, like after there was a lot, the long range stage on day one was, was our last stage on day one. And I shot first and it was horrendous. It was one of my, I got a five on it and I, you can't do that. And so I got up and I just walked, I didn't have to shoot again. We were done shooting the rest of the squad was shooting. And I just went for a little walk. And so just, yeah, you know, just got to calm yourself down before the next stage. Luckily you have some time, but you just got to shake it off. And, and I try to let, I seem like personally, and not everyone's like this, I like to kind of shoot aggressive or, or angry. I'm, I, want, I want to go for the clean. I don't want to try to like, okay, just don't get a seven. Don't get a six. Like, try not to get a five. Like, no, let's get a 10. Like, hit every single one of those targets. I don't care how small they are. So, um, 
anyway, that's a long-winded approach to just get your stuff ready. Crap happens. Regroup. Be aggressive. I don't know. It's it's you got to figure out what works for you because I know it's different. Everyone I've talked to says a different answer. So right. Anyway, and again, that's the fun of the sport, right? Oh, totally. Uh, you know, I, I love individual sports, and I love the I did the competition levels. Just yeah, it's so fun. Everybody approaches it from a different way, but they get similar results. So it's just cool. Nice. So, so talking about confidence in gear, what yep. gear are you running for 2018? And are you yep. changing any of that for 2019 now that the season is almost over with shooting? Yeah. Uh, that's second part of that question is a little <laughs> Okay, we won't answer the second part yet. How about the yeah, first part? There's, so the first part, <laughs> I've got some, I'm, you know, shooting – I'm uh, working with Curtis Actions and Alamo Precision. They've been really great. Um, so Alamo does my gunsmithing, and Curtis is the Actions, obviously. Um, uh, run the MPA Masterpiece Arms chassis, which has been great. Uh, you know, they're super innovative. Uh, have a great product. I love for those and the scope mounts. And uh, see, I shoot Proof Barrels. Uh, they've been good to work with. Swarovski Collis, um, just amazing glass. Those are. Let's see, I get get some stuff from Sitka gear even, and that's a lot from nice. the hunting side. So a little bit of that stuff. Um, uh, Trigger Tech triggers, I've really been loving. That's been a big thing this year. Are those um, here? I'll give out a plug for. <laughs> uh, so I run. I started running. Here's one thing to help me, and I don't. You guys might want to try this. Is for a long time I just wore uh, just those orange foamy earplugs, and I'd shoot with those, because yeah. I hate I hate shooting with muffs. However, I'm mostly deaf now in my left ear, and um, and I was getting kind of flinchy. Well, so I took those. Oh, they're relatively cheap. They're those Impact. What are they called? Impact Sports. I can't remember what they're called. Um, the Howard Light. Howard Lay. Howard Light. Howard Light. Those, yeah. Yeah. Those those electronic muffs are like fifty bucks. So I got right. those. And I turn that mic up all the way. So I leave my foam earplugs in. Throw that throw that headset on so I could hear ROs. But man, it was quiet, and I and I started shooting better. So you guys might want to try that. You, I just think, I don't know if some people some people it doesn't bother them, but for me and most human bodies, when you hear a boom that big, subconsciously you're gonna react, whether that's a, a blink or tensioning or any kind of thing. And man, it helped me to really calm down and shoot better, and just a lot more relaxed when I had those plugs and muffs on. Um, and so. Anyway, try that out. My cheap plug is this. There's a guy up around here. Uh, his name's Eric Blaze. He has a Valhall gear, and he makes these. They're like 20 bucks. They're these little gel cups that you you pull the, the the plastic earmuffs that go that touch your ears. You pull those off, and he sells these little gel cups that are 20 bucks. The most comfortable thing I've worn all year. <laughs> like, really? That was such, that was such a dude. You know how when you take those muffs off at the end of the day, and your head just hurts. Yeah, you have a like, headache. Oh, dude, those things feel like, dude, they're so comfortable. They're like this soft jelly. Anyway, that's a that's a shameless plug for him. He doesn't he he sent me upset, but he doesn't not paying me or anything. So just cool product, Valhall gear, I think is what it is. V a l h o l l. So go buy some of those things. Are that that helped my shooting a lot, to be honest. Nice. So, we'll make sure to put that link in the description as well. Yeah, he didn't ask me to do that, but I just—he's a—he's a cool dude, and I—and I do. It has helped me shoot better. That is a 
or something that anybody can do pretty easy, or at least test it out and see if it helps you. If you don't yeah, have I mean, a twenty bucks, system. it's I know it's a cheap investment. <laughs> in this sport, I know. Like people say, what's the best purchase under a hundred, and you can't or shoot under a five hundred, you can't really think of anything, and then right. that's something twenty bucks, like that's unheard of. So anyway, that's a that's a random thing, but um, yeah, those. Uh, uh, that's, I think that's my main stuff. I don't want to forget anybody. I got some, uh, some cool people helping out, but, um, Armageddon gear, obviously that game changer bag has been awesome. Um, yep. so that's, that's kind of the gist of it though. Those guys have been, has been real helpful this year to me. And, um, and I, I really appreciate it. So nice. But, so uh, NRL championship is done. That's in the books. Yep. You yep. have, a couple more matches. I'm assuming you're shooting the PRS championship or finale or what's yep, going on there. Yep. Yep. That's coming up. I've got, so I was, man, like we talked about, Regina's got a, a PRS match and Jake does both those people put on great fun matches. Um, yep. and I'm not going to either kind of bum, but I'm, I am leaving today's, today's Friday night. I'm going on Sunday. I'm heading up to Alberta on a, on a mule deer hunt. And then nice. I go to Nevada to an elk hunt. So, I finally get a hunt. That's been that's what started this whole thing years and years ago was hunting, and uh, so I got some hunts coming up. And then my elk hunt ends the first day of the PRS finale. So I'm gonna have to check out of my elk hunt a few days early to get to Texas for that. So that's my next shoot. So I've got man. After what what day was the finale? That was two weeks ago. Two weeks ago? No, a week ago. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. So I'll have. I mean, it's like a month month and a half five six weeks off of shooting which is which which is it will be nice you know to shoot to go hunting and stuff but i kind of miss it like everyone just got down to arizona and i was like man that i miss you guys I like i love i love shooting i, I was telling Brittany, i'm like i i wish i was there all of my homies are yeah. down there playing and oh yeah all socals down there and i'm sitting here and i'm doing work <laughs> well someone's got to be responsible right so yeah no it's uh so no that's a break the prs finale obviously uh you know that's gonna be that's gonna be a tough match it's, uh we'll you know we'll see how it shakes out just kind of getting some gear ready for that and looking forward to it so nice yeah. well i hope this doesn't happen but worst case scenario <laughs> you don't get your elk until the last day <laughs> Do you stay and get your oh. elk, or do you go shoot a match? Oh, that. I hope you get it early, but I'm I, just saying, so what no, do you do? Yeah, so I, I'm, I am, I can't imagine not getting to the match. This is a, t I don't know how many of you guys are familiar with hunting, but this is a one of the best elk tags in Nevada, which is one of the best elk states in the U.S. So it is. I got lucky. I just applied for tags. I got, I got drawn. Just total randomness, like anybody else puts in for tags. I had like a 0 .0 something percent chance of drawing this tag, just a total fluke. So it is a really, really good unit. Um, I sh knock on wood, I should be able to find something uh, before that. I'm going to actually go down a week early before my season starts, and I'll be glassing and scouting for a week before. So hopefully I will find a bull before the season even starts, which is on the 20th of November. And the, and the finale is not till December 1. So that would give me 10 days of the season and a week before. I, I really don't want to be gone for that long. I should be fine. Knock on wood. But, Knock on wood. But if you have to make a choice. I, I'm going to go to the finale. If I can't get something killed, if I'm there, because I would be there for probably 
two weeks. I, and I need to not be gone that long with work and everything else. So, um, I will, I will come home. I'm going to the finale. Yeah. I will skip the last, <laughs> I'll skip the last day or two. I just love, I mean, and I can't believe I'm saying that because a few years ago, it was like, especially a tag like this, but I think yeah, I mean, I'll have enough, to, have enough time, but I'm, I'm into this stuff, man. I'm hooked. <laughs> well, you're, I mean, I don't know if you're officially, but you're basically a professional hunter as well. Well, yeah, I don't want to say that. I, I hunted, I, my professional, I would assume I got paid. I've never got paid to go hunting. So. Well, okay, yes. But, but but I've, gone on, I've gone on some epic amazing, hunts. amazing, amazing hunts. Uh, been very, very lucky to go on some hunts. Um, just incredible hunts. Yeah, that was, that's, I was doing a lot of that before I got into this. And I still do. I've got, I've got three, I got a, a, a Cousier hunt book later in January down in Mexico. So I still, nice. I'm getting some hunts in, um, but not like it, not like it was. Um, dude, it's funny. This stuff is a, like, so Steve Eames, another killer shooter at the championship yep. match. He's, he's been an outfitter for elk and stuff in Utah, I believe, uh, elk and mule deer. And this year <laughs> he told me, he goes, and he's into hunting, man. And he said he, sold all of his outfit and he was an outfitter so he guided big old bulls and stuff right. and he sold that stuff and he's getting out of the business so he can shoot more i'm like he's like i'm gonna <laughs> shoot every i'm gonna shoot every single master and so you know I, there's something about it like when you get the right the competitive person and the right formula dude it's uh new shooters getting into this you need to be careful because it's really it's very addicting it is <laughs> it is and so, steve came out of nowhere this year. I mean, he won his first national level match this year and everybody was oh, like, yeah. where the hell did yep. this guy come from? Oh, totally. That was, that was uh JC Steele NRL this yep. spring. And I was, <laughs> I was in first on day one and, you know, plug along. And then I, 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 some mess ups and I was like, I heard some rumors. This guy had only dropped like a couple points, three, four, five points on day two. And I was like, who? You know, and, right. and no disrespect to Steve, but we just, he hadn't been in a lot of shoots. And yeah, sure enough, he comes up and just, you know, just burned down day two. And from then, on, from then on, I mean, he, he had great showings at almost every, I think almost every single match yep. that he, after that, just, just, and he had shot a lot before he just, he's kind of like me. I'd shot a lot on the hunting side. So it was a natural fit. And, I think he's the same boat. He just swapped over and you know started rocking and rolling. So there's some there's some impressive guys coming up. It's crazy. So. so speaking of that, who do you think is the next up and comer, so to speak? Oh, I, well, not give somebody me some... who's already in the top ten. I'm talking, you know, bottom or middle of the pack that you think in 2019 oh. is going to be a top twenty or better shooter. Boy, that's hard to man. I, I don't, I don't. That's a little tough because I don't, I don't. I, there's one guy that pops into my head, and and there's there's a there's a lot of guys working hard, and there's a lot of guys on the east, uh, you know, south and east that I don't know as well. Right. But there's there's a couple. Of the, well, one guy, Josh Clough with HS. The I feel like he has what it takes to move to be a, a a a top shooter and i don't know 
he's 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 you know he's gone he's been a competitive golfer at a high high level so he's got the mindset he's got the understanding of ballistics and stuff i think if he could pull and we i talk i like josh a lot he's boom shock a lot for anybody that doesn't know like that guy the guy's awesome so um i I honestly think that guy's got some potential and he he's had a a few uh he's had i think he had a top 10 he did have a top Uh, 10 this year but it was, you know, it was, uh, he was still a ways down from Austin who crushed that field. So, um, but normally he's not, he's more, he's, he is down a little bit in the standings, but I, th- I think, I don't know. He pops into my head. I know there's others and I don't want to say names or leave somebody out, but there's, there's a lot of guys that are, that are, that are hungry and, and shooting, shooting a lot. Um, he just happened to pop into my head. I, I know he's got, I guess I guess he pops in my head a lot because he's got the understanding of guns, ballistics, you know, setting a gun up well. He's got the and fundamentals. He, yeah, and to me, he was a high-level competitive golfer, which I have a lot of respect for golfing and that sport. As far as I think that's got to be probably the most mentally demanding sport on the face of this earth. To, you know, standing over a, a two-foot putt, you know, you know, in the PGA for. Eight million bucks, like with could you? I can't even imagine. How, I, <laughs> I couldn't even stand up, let alone put a ball in the cup. So he he competed at a high level, and so to me, like I was like, dude, you got what it takes. And so I think it's just putting some pieces together. So, um, but there's a lot of guys. Guys come up every year. You're like, oh, who's this guy? Where'd he come from? So it's 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 fun to watch. You know, I, that was me a couple of years ago. You know, I didn't. I jumped into this and just worked hard and you know you guys anyone can do it you just you know get some just get your practice in and be driven <laughs> absolutely yeah so. it, it's funny because josh is he's like my brother he's a he's a great yeah, dude and sure. we always have a great time whenever we're together and every <laughs> yeah. time i see him shoot i'm so excited to watch him and yep. he starts off so well and then all of a sudden he goes like super fast and, and yep. he messes up yeah, and, yeah. I think there's yeah, there's not much separating him from some pretty solid finishes. I mean, he's I right. He, I think slow he, down. Yep, yep, yep. I think he's he. I think so. I think uh, that that doesn't hurt. Boy, that slowing down doesn't hurt anybody. That's been a goal of mine. Is like, hey, the worst thing you can do. I don't care if you clean the stage or whatever, but you get these guys that are running the bolt super fast and sprinting and like man, I had a minute left. That was a good run. Like, no, that sucked because your time management, you had a minute more to check the wind and break good shots. Like I want to, my goal would be to finish the stage with five, five to 10 seconds left on the clock. Um, I, and that time management, I think everybody can benefit, including myself from slowing down a little bit. The only person, the only person that doesn't apply to is Jake Vibbert because he freaking time he freaking timed out on six stages at the championship match. So take that, Jake. <laughs> he, he's so relaxed. He was so relaxed. I'm like, I looked over at Austin on one stage. He's like, what's he doing? He's just taking his time, get he's hitting all these targets, and then timer beeped, and he's like, he's like, really? I was like, yeah, buddy. That was. That was he's like, all right, well, just step it up. And it was anyway. We were. We were joking around about it. that's why I can say something, but but I, he's the only exception that pops into my head is he's got he's usually really really good at that. So everybody else needs to slow down and 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 and, and break better shots. So <laughs> couldn't agree more. Yeah, but so you've had some you've been shooting this year a little bit. What do you think? Is coming from 
you know, I kind of know some of your goals. Don't zero a stage and, you know, shoot above middle of the pack. I, I've heard you talk about it. What, what are your thoughts on, are there any things that have popped out to you as far as, you know, moving up the ranks as a, as a lower level shooter per se? So I, I'm really fascinated watching um, Philip Vallejo. Yeah. You know, he's he's only been in this sport for two years and he's made leaps and bounds and yeah. um you know he was a top twenty in the championship. I think he finished like eleventh or something like that overall. Yeah. Um not really middle of the pack, but I'm excited for him. I think he's gonna be giving yeah. you guys a run for your money next season or twenty twenty. Yeah. yeah. Um love it. Middle of the pack shooters wow. that I, I see coming up. Um, who's a good middle of the pack? It's hard. It's a tough yeah. question because there's a lot of new shooters to yep. this season that are not new to the sport. Like Scott Satterley came back to the sport, yeah, and he's always been a great shooter. But he took uh, you know a little bit of time off. He had some surgery and whatever. Yeah, and this year he came back and did phenomenal. Yeah, totally. So there's a lot of people that I think are either coming back to the sport or just getting into the NRL that yep. can shake things up pretty damn well. Yeah, no, I agree with that. That's you for know. sure. Um, yeah. That's I a good really, point. You know, besides the guys, I really like watching Marshawn shoot. She shoots and she just always yeah. has fun. Um, yeah, she's super, super energetic. It's been fun. She's been so very excited. We've squatted with her in uh, in that JC Steel match uh, this right. spring, and and it was fun to have her. Um, it was fun to have her in our squad. She was great. Yep, so. Stacy. I think Stacy has everything. Yep. You know, um, all all the skills, all the tools to do it. She just needs to refine her practice a little bit more. Stacy Eames. Yep, you um, bet. I, I yeah, think and she's, she's got Steve up. Yeah, and Steve's dialing her guns in, so yeah. that's pretty. Like they're working together and loading ammo and doing all that stuff. So that's a good team too, for sure. Absolutely. So, yeah. So yeah, those are that's fun. Two people I'm definitely excited to watch next season. Um, yeah. Yeah. Else? I agree. There? I mean, there's well, there's so many. There's so many. Like when you when you say middle pack, it's tough because there's so many guys that that could just you know that could that could take off and you'll see and we'll see that there's some young kids coming up um uh, there's uh you just i mean i think i think when i see some of these kids out here they're you know 15 and 16 and yes. they're doing they're like they don't know that it's weird that you can hit a target at 800 yards like that's still like from where i started with guns where 300 yards was a long, long shot, and you're holding over, and like hitting something at 600. Like I remember this first time I shot clay pigeons at 400 yards, and I, I just, I just couldn't believe it. I was calling my buddies, like, man, I dialed this, I turned the scope, like I wasn't trying to sight the scope in, I actually turned the dial up, and I hit a target at 400 yards. They're like, what are you talking about? It just, like, to not, <laughs> it was just so foreign. I mean, it, it this is. was this. I'm kind of old. I, I know I'm almost whatever 38, and so this is. 15 plus years ago where you're like playing with gear that's not made for long range. And now these kids coming up are just like, Oh yeah, I just, you know, I shot a six inch group at a thousand yards. Like that's, that's kind of normal. I'm like, 
Okay. Well, I mean, when you got that kind of confidence and belief in your gear, just from not just not knowing that it's weird, like that's going to be impressive to watch those guys burn it down the next few years. So. Oh, absolutely. I mean, it's funny because we'll be rolling through a town or whatever in, in the van and we'll have, you know, the NRL stickers or whatever. And people ask us what the NRL is and we tell them it's long range precision yeah. shooting and yeah. some of the distances and size of the target. And they look at me like I'm full of shit. And I'm like, yeah. Totally. Well, this is totally doable nowadays. Yeah. You know, it's not yeah. voodoo magic or, you know, it's not witchcraft anymore. It's Oh, for sure. Yeah, and, and most people, I don't know about most, but a lot of people still think that. I mean, especially, like, if you want to talk about the hunting side of things, there's definitely a debate with with long range. And I think there's limits there that are pushing it. But there's the, what you could do at six, five, six, seven hundred yards on a super high percentage you know, shots, it's crazy how good the stuff is. So it is. like t- tonight I just, I'm getting ready for that hunt. So I ran home from work. I grabbed my 338. I've been setting in the safe since it was on a, well, it was on a bear hunt in Alaska over a year ago. I hadn't touched it since. Took it up to a hundred, still zeroed, shot a shot at 600 yards at this little one inch dot at 600 yards, put the bullet dead center of the dot. Nice. And I was like, huh? So I just set for a year. Ammo's been loaded. I was like, okay, rock and roll. Here we go. So That's just awesome. three, it's just like the equipment's so good. So uh, anyway, I love it. But That's awesome. So, yeah. So what's your plan for 2019? Um, or have you even got there yet? Yeah, no, it's definitely like when you talked about there's – gosh, there's the – and I don't want to be – I'm not, I won't share any, I'm not going to share any details, but there's, there's, there's companies that are, there's a lot of good companies in this industry and there's, you know, there's companies that want to work with you. And so I'm trying to figure out, there's a few things that have changed with, with a few companies this year that I'm working with that, uh, I'm trying to sort out next year. This is, I don't even, I shouldn't even say anything. I'm just, just trying to sort out what to do with, with equipment sponsors next year. Um, I have zero complaints with anybody I'm with. Just, you know, Things it's change. just interesting, interesting to see what's going on. And so I fully, like, I am super excited about competing. I want to continue to do it. I want to continue to get better. There's a lot of things I want to get better at. And I want to, I'd like to do this for a while. I mean, I, I, I don't know if it's feasible. Um, try not to go totally broke doing it. <laughs> and, and, and it's tough. I mean, everybody knows, I mean, when you're traveling, like, you know, you work all week as hard as you can and then jump on a plane Friday, you know, Friday morning, you, you know, you're missing a Friday work and sometimes a Monday. And, and so you miss some, some work days and, tr- you know, trying to make it work that way. But I, I want to shoot as much as I possibly can. Um, there are, you know, like we mentioned earlier, there's two leagues and, and I like to, I mean, there's so many good internal matches out west, and there's 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 a handful of good like well, like we talked about the Regina's match this weekend's a PRS match, and that's a yep. really fun match. And I want to shoot, I like to shoot high quality fun matches, and there's there's some great matches in both leagues, and so I will continue to sh- you know shoot both leagues, which means it's a lot of just a lot of matches, man. So it is. I love I love it. Uh, my wife, uh, super you know super supportive. We got a couple of young boys, and um, you know it's been been uh been really supportive um with that so i want to shoot as much as i can man i'm looking forward to it i can't can't wait for the finale i can't wait to get to some more matches <laughs> i just it's nice. fun you see all your buddies you get a 
you get that competitive outlet, just a good combination of all of it. So no, it's very fun. good. Well, yeah. we're, we're almost up on time, but yeah. th- last question. Yeah. Three pieces of gear besides your rifle. Yep. Three or three pieces of three items that you cannot shoot a match without besides the obvious. Well, I'd have to say those, <laughs> I don't know why I'm, Hyping them up so much. I'm gonna have to ask for another pair of gel cups from them. But I would, <laughs> those earmuffs, man, those things are comfy. I got those. I like those a lot. Um, yeah, I, I, I so for a long, long time I used uh, the shooter app on my phone for all my ballistics. Right. And and then I I finally bought a Kestrel. So I really like the Kestrel. I don't know if that counts as my. Nope, that's good. Uh, obvious gear, but those Kestrels with with uh, with AB built in. Those are, they make this stuff about as easy as you can make it yeah, as far as get, getting getting great drops. Um, I love, love, love glassing. With, and this is, you know, pre-sponsorship. I bought these. I've, I've had them forever. But uh, Swarovski, those 15 by 56 binos, I throw those up on my tripod because I pack a tripod everywhere. I get that really right stuff. What so it's with you anyway. Throw those on a tripod. I love watching. Uh, you you can learn so much watching the guys before you shoot. Watching trace, and those 15s you can glass them all day just comfortably. So I, I don't know. Those are off the top of my head. There's a million other things. I like you know I like to have a good chronograph and like, you know I love I got a Kafaru backpack, a little 14er. This it's like perfect match pack that I love. I could list a bunch of stuff, but. I know I but, said um, only one more question, but I'm going to yeah. dig. There's got to be yeah. something weird. Like Clay Blackheader, he has to have chocolate <laughs> at every freaking match. No, man, I don't. You know, I don't, Nico has gummy I worms. I know. Some people have Sour Patch Kids. Uh, yeah, I guess you can't say Coors Light, right? So, <laughs> you, uh, you can after the match. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm kidding. Um, dude, I don't really have anything that weird, man. I'm like, I try to keep it pretty light. I like, I like to eat good at matches. Uh, probably because Jake rubbed off on me. I like to eat pretty healthy and grab a steak and potato and get a good meal. I like that. Uh, I think if there's blackjack in town, you definitely have to do that before a match. Oh yeah. So, <laughs> but no, I don't. Honestly, I don't have sour patch kids or gummy worms. I don't really. Uh, there's. I don't have anything weird or fun. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Pretty boring. <laughs> Just so, straightforward, yeah. focused, yep. get yep. the task at hand done and, and rock and roll. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, and that has been interesting. Like, well, I know, I know with you, like, Hey, let's, you know, and I, sometimes I feel like a party pooper, but like, let's go, let's go do this. Let's go do that. Like, I got to get some sleep. I'm here to compete. And so there's, I, it is, it is pretty business. I like, you know, Saturday, Sunday night when we're done, if we can hang out a little bit, that's fun. And, uh, but no, most of my gear is just like, I'm, I'm there, I'm there to shoot. Like I'm really stuck about shooting. So I don't have, don't have a lot of extra stuff till, till later. So (laughs) anyway, (laughs) well, good times as always. I really appreciate you taking the hour out of your time to hang out tonight and uh, jump on this podcast. Yeah, um, no problem. Thanks for having me on. It was fun. It's always good absolutely. talking to you. And then so. our season, the NRL season starts in February. So hopefully oh. you'll uh, be at the opening ceremonies, opening match. 
Yeah, which uh, I I haven't seen the final. Is the final schedule out yet? It's not. It's not. Okay. Can you you say what that can you say what that match is yet? The first one on the schedule is going to be Arizona. Oh, cool! Awesome! Yeah, awesome! That that's That's as it sits right now. Um, I have a couple of meetings I'm going into this coming coming week. Um, that'll solidify everything. So okay, cool. Yeah, I'd love to. Arizona February sounds pretty nice. So yeah. Because it'd be pouring rain where I'm at. But, no, I look forward to it, man. I appreciate what you and Tyler and your team. And uh, there's so many people. I don't want to leave anybody out. A lot of people do a lot of work, you know. And I, I appreciate you guys. It's, it's been a lot of fun. It's been some fun matches, some fun times. And met a lot of good people. So I really appreciate all the stuff you guys do. All the little videos. My wife and I just watched a little Connex video tonight. And I was like, she's like, hey. She was talking about the, the, the timer and then the – a little chart on the right with the hit and the miss, and she's right. like, "Hey, that's cool. I kind of, I, I know what's going on." And so, anyway, I appreciate that stuff. So, of course, man, it's our pleasure, yeah. and we wouldn't yeah. have the opportunity to do this without shooters and sponsors and everybody yeah. involved. So, you know, we yeah, may be, but... we may be leading the the organization, or whatever, but it's truly a community effort that makes all of yeah. this come together. So, we're just blessed to be in this position to make it happen. Yeah, well, it's, uh, it's much appreciated. So anyway, thanks for the time tonight, Matt. As always, like I said, good talking to you guys. I can't wait to, can't wait for February. So. Likewise, and I can't believe so. I'm not going to see you for like two or three months. I know. Right? Well, maybe <laughs> what? Maybe see you a shot or something. We'll have to figure something out. So. If you're going to be there, I'm there for sure. So yeah, I've got that coos hunt is right during. I think I would either leave straight from there to that coos hunt or fly straight two shot from the that coos deer hunt. So it's right close. But I'm I'm I like to go. It's fun to catch up with people. So well. So yeah, if we do, we'll for sure hook up. So absolutely, sir. Cool. All right, man. We'll have a good awesome. night. Thanks again. You too. Thank you. <laughs> okay. Yep. Bye bye.